Chris Aiken here, just letting you know of a special that I've got going on right now. I found a few copies of some of my books that were, I thought had already sold, but were apparently in a box in a closet. And um, I've got them available for sale. They are autographed, including this one, Cause and Effect, Motley Crue. That's right, Motley Crue. This is about the uh, 1994 self-titled album with John Karabi. It's a great book. Um, it's a lot of fun to read, a lot of stories, a lot of fun nonsense from what I was doing in 94, as well as about Motley Crue at that time in their career. So get it today. There's only a few copies of it that are autographed. So if you want one autographed, Order it today over at chrisakenbooks.com. Again, cause and effect, Motley Crew, available now. From the Sahara release, that's a House of Lords doing a cover version of the Blind Faith classic with Can't Find My Way Home. So Like it. I do, too. I always dug that song. I remember the first time I heard it, it was just like putting a, putting a 80s twist on a 70s classic. Sure. And uh, I always dug that song. And I like House of Lords. I mean, we, we've had James Christian on the show. I can't tell you how many times. Over sure. Years. And, they have uh, a new record coming out. That's that's what I understand. Yeah. I don't think Saints uh, and Sinners. I don't think I don't think BJ Zampa or uh, Chris McCarville are involved with this at all. Well, I can tell you, they are not. It is James Christian, mm -hmm. Jimmy Bell, Mark Mangold, and Johan Kohlberg. Mm -hmm. That's who it is. And then Jimmy Bell, he's a he's a good guitarist. I mean, we saw him at the uh, Melodic Rock Fest mm -hmm. with, with Chris McCarville and and his uh, his band. Oh yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, yeah, I I, I think um, I think both Chris and BJ kind of had a little falling out with James. Oh, did they? Yeah, it's the age old. Um, I, I won't specifically say, but I'm, I'm sure you're probably well aware of what it could be. Yeah. Money. <laughs> I'll say it. It's money. Yeah, I know. I haven't That's, talked to either of those guys, but I know for a fact it's money. Yeah. It's always money, isn't it? It always is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, when, when does that come out? Do you, when does that drop? When does it drop? It drops September 16th. All right. Would you like you to hear some? Oh, you don't have. Oh, do they got some snippet out there? No, I'll just play it. I have it. Oh, okay. See, you're, you're hoarding all the shit. It's streaming only though. It's not, there's uh, nothing I can share with you because it's all tied to my stupid email account. When I get the downloads, I send them to you. I just, all right. All I have is streaming. Fair enough. Let's see. Share screen. Oprah. And where is that? I think it's this one. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, we'll play a little Saints and Sinners title track. Okay. Here we go.
What else is playing here? Hold on a minute. Yeah, I hear something in the background. You don't hear that? I do. I do hear it. Where is it? Not, it's not Hold on. The... I don't know where that's coming from. There we go. What the fuck? What is it? It was the video from I play videos during the um during the breaks. Oh yeah, just to give people something to look at. Yeah, and it it just kicked up for some reason. Whoops. All right. Hold hold please while I get the, <laughs> the James the James stuff back. Wow, that was weird. Never had that happen. Okay. All right, mail. That was bizarre. Man, this is one of them nights that just the fucking tech is not playing nice with me. House of Lords. Let's see. Where are you at? House of Lords. House of Lords. Here we go. All right. Yeah, I was pushing every button known to man, trying to fucking kill whatever was making the music, and it just was not killing. It's like, you son of a bitch. All right, here we go. House of Lords. Well, you liked that first one until it went crazy, right? Yeah, it it's, uh, comes right out the gate, you know. Yeah. Pretty good, uh, pretty good rock and tune. Right, well, let's try House of the Lord. Wow, that's very original. Yeah, see how that goes. Land of the ice and snow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, right, we got that one. I'm just going to skip around. I'm going to play them all because I do not want to piss off Frontiers Records. That's for damn sure. I wouldn't want to do that. Nope. All right, let's try Roll Like Thunder. Let's try a little of this. Here we go. Thunder sounds 
Sounds like it's a heavier version of House of Lords, doesn't it? It's a it's an up tempo record, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely got some meat on these on these bones. All right, I, I dig it. I'll, I'll definitely give it a listen once once it's yeah. available. Couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Jimmy Bell, since you brought up Jimmy Bell, yes. Um, new autograph song came out featuring Jimmy Bell. Oh yeah, yeah. And I definitely want to play this. Let me okay. find it real quick. I actually like it, which is stunning because I I really did not think I was going to like it much. I mean, who who's even in autograph anymore? No one. No one. I think it's a zero original member band now <laughs> because Randy Rand, I thought, was the last guy, wasn't he? I, I don't know. Was he? And he died. Let me find it on YouTube here. YouTube. I forget what the song is called. Autograph band. Let's find this. Turn up the radio comes right up. Here we go. It's called This Ain't the Place I Wanna Be. Copy this link address and download it real fast because I do not want it to be all shitty sounding on the on the player here. So give me. I know this is not the best radio, but fuck it, we got time. <laughs> well, since you uh, that kind of sounds like a Harry Chapin uh, title, a better place to be, right? <laughs> did, did you receive a package in the mail? I did. I was meaning I forgot to mention that. Who is that? Who sent me that? Your my my nephew. Was that from your nephew? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yes, I did. Tell him thank you so much. I'll just tell him no. Thank you so much. That was hilarious. <laughs> he uh he was at a record store and he was he was sending me pictures of a couple albums that he that he found. And right. uh, you know, he said, Hey, look at this, Harry Chapin, you know. And um he didn't he didn't say anything about you know about the record or anything. He just, you know, mentioned that he saw it in the bin. Right. And, um, he sent me a text today. I, I wasn't even aware of it. Uh, bu- 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 bu. oh, uh, speaking of memorabilia, I forgot to tell you, I sent Chris that Harry Chapin record. I figured, yeah. I figured it could use a good home instead of sitting in a bookstore getting fingered. <laughs> yeah. Instead it's going to sit here collecting dust, but <laughs> he says, uh, let's see here. I know how he likes his physical product. Ha-ha. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's right on that. <laughs> but yeah, he did. He sent me, it's uh, I think it's called tales of the lost and found or something right, like that. Right, exactly. From Harry Chapin. and I got it in the mail and I, I didn't know, you know, I, I only know him as your nephew. I don't even know his name, which is James. my, that is my total failing. I, I apologize, James. He send you cool shit. You don't yeah, know. I know. I, Cause I'm a loser and I admit it, but I get this product and I'm like, all right, somebody fucking looked up my fucking name and address and who is this fucking guy and no return no hey man cool or no note no nothing just i open it up and it's harry chapin record i'm like my first reaction is where's my gun <laughs> you know that's my first reaction is what psycho fan found my address but yeah but then i was like all right this is pretty cool but yeah i just forgot to bring it up on the air i apologize yeah. Yeah. and i appreciate it immensely james yeah, thank I, you I didn't, I didn't know uh, i didn't know he did it until today he, he said he said yeah that was a couple of weeks ago seems like that's going around between me and you 
<laughs> All right, just a little behind the curtain That's stuff good. that'll stay there, but okay. <laughs> All right, here's that autograph tune. Autograph, this ain't the place I want to be. All right. It was an early morning barroom. <laughs> the exactly. place just opened up. That's the better place to be. There was a fat old waitress. She was a big old fatso girl. <laughs> she was a big old girl. Big old pig. And she was, she had a crush on me and she mm. just was too fat for me. I didn't want her ass. She said, I'll take you home and suck your dick. But I said, you're too goddamn fat. <laughs> I'll do it in the, in the Oakland A's ballpark. If you That's want, right. <laughs> just give me a couple of free drinks and then I'll take you home tonight. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what a hell of a song. What a terrible song. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's just a fucking disaster. What a and, fucking creep. And I know and it, the funny thing is, and I brought this up on the show, the guy mm -hmm. died at 38. Yeah. What and a life. The, his songs are songs of somebody who's lived to be 90. Yeah. That's what they sound like. They all should, they all could start with back in my day. Yeah. But every one wrote, of them, he wrote songs of experiences that, you know, it's like, where the hell? Yeah. Your, your life must've been so full oh, of shit. He didn't write. Did he write one happy song? No, they, that's why it's happy time with Harry. Yeah. I mean, every fucking song, you know, even the famous ones, cats in the cradle. What's that about? Yeah. My dad fucking basically abandoned me and then I yeah. abandoned him back. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you didn't have time for me. Fuck you, dad. I ain't got yeah. time for you now. Yeah kids of the flu but it sure was nice talking to you for three minutes now get off my fucking phone stupid yeah, i'm busy i'm making yeah. money i'm a family man now yeah i'm too busy for you dad just like you were for me you fuck yeah <laughs> every fucking song i i take care of my kids when they have the flu yeah. unlike you who wasn't yeah. ever around then there's the other one the taxi song yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be famous. Well, now I'm driving a cab. Yeah. That just blows, but Hey, thanks for the tip, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just stay stoned on my weed. That's right. Just need to just keep smoking pot to get through these miserable days that I'm going through. Yeah. I wanted to be an airline pilot, but I never mm. achieved that goal. So I just fly high in my taxi. That's right. Taking tips and getting stoned. Exactly. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> All right. Autograph. All right. <laughs> Let's get to autograph here. Here we go. This is the new song. This ain't the place I want to be. Right. See, Randy ran dead. Yeah. What, what did he die of? Um, Artifacts, cancer. I don't know what he died of. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Did, did, he, did, the, did the Rona get him? I don't know. I really don't know what got him. Let's see. Um, well, before I start this, okay. The bio that was sent to me lists Randy Rand as the bass player. So apparently they're going to go with, he recorded the record. So therefore that's the original member because it's Randy Rand, Simon Daniels on vocals. Uh, Jimmy Bell on guitar and Mark Weiland on drums. And I don't believe any of them guys were in the um, 
Steve Plunkett days. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so. Yeah. So, so does autograph go on without Randy Rand? You know, once they're done promoting this record, apparently they do. So, so who inherits the autograph name? I don't know. Probably Simon. Wouldn't it be interesting that uh, that um, Steve Plunkett owns the name and he just leases it to these guys and just leases it to him? Here, you guys can well, play. It's it's the same way with Cinderella. You, yeah. you know that Michael Kelly Smith owns the Cinderella thing. Yeah. But Which is he, why they don't tour Cinderella. <laughs> well, I don't think that's not the reason why, but no. obviously, you know, with the passing of Jeff Labar, there's no chance mm-hmm. of that. And and obviously Tom Kiefer does well on his own. So yeah, Tom so Kiefer is Cinderella. It, it basically, yeah. It's like Blackie Wallace being Wasp and Davis mm-hmm. being Megadeth. Exactly. You know, so whatever. All right. Well, uh, hey, I was just surprised that this song is good. But here, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. How is this even autograph? Don't you I mean, see that logo? Well, I know, but the thing is, is what makes it autograph? I mean, it's that no logo. Longer, <laughs> it's no longer Steve Plunkett. It's no longer Randy Rand. It's no longer Lynch. Yeah. Where is he? Steve Lynch. He, he, he quit. Dead? No, okay. he quit. All right. So it, let's, let's he's not in it. So what makes this autograph right there? That logo (laughs) about it band versus brand, right? Yeah, of course. Let's see. Um, let's find the the members list here. Um, the original lineup was Steve Plunkett, uh, Steve Lynch, Steve Isham, Kenny Richards and Randy Rand. Okay. Um, and then since 2013, well, in 2013, it became Simon Daniels, Kenny Richards, Randy Rand, and Steve Lynch. So that that was close. That was half. That's three. Three of four. Yeah, Lynch. Three. It was Lynch, Randy Rand, and uh, Kenny Richards. Okay. Were in the band. Then in 2014, it was Simon Daniels, Mark Wyland. Randy Rand and Steve Lynch. So half. That's half. Mm-hmm. Current lineup or the 2019 to 2022 lineup was Simon Daniels, Mark Weiland, Randy Rand, and Jimmy Bell. Again, half, just a different guitar player. No. One, Randy Rand. Yeah. Randy Rand. And now. Simon Daniels, Mark Weiland, and Jimmy Bell. So, so zero. So, so no original members. Yeah, zero now. <laughs> but yet they carry on. Of course. As long as somebody's out there singing, turn up the radio. <laughs> there'll, there'll be someone to watch it. Okay. That's I, I mean, dude. That that's just the way it is now. It's the same with Quiet Riot. Quite right. It does good business. There ain't any, any original guys left. I mean, Rudy's out there now, but he wasn't an original, was he? No. He was no. Er, He was an earlier member, but not yeah. an original. He was classic lineup guy. Correct. But, but even that, he hasn't been with them the whole time either. He just came back, what, a year ago or something. Correct. Probably just to give it enough 
legitimacy right. so that people little, would book it. Yeah, a little bit of cred, yeah. Yeah. And again, at this point, I don't even care. I used to be, and, and believe me, I, I hear myself say this shit on the CMS 24-7 sometimes. I hear myself railing against this. <laughs> I, I do. I hear it. I hear it's 2008, 9, 10. You know, some in there in that era, or not eight, nine, ten for me, but you know, in the earlier era, and I hear myself saying, "Ah, oh, if it doesn't have at least three of the four guys, it's fucking shit." And right, of course, <clears throat> you know. And now I just couldn't give a shit. Just sing the fucking songs. Who cares? I just want to hear the tunes, man. Yeah, they're not they're not playing my backyard, so I really don't give a fuck. Right. Well, again, this is why foreigners still as an entity still very um successful no well that and the fact that they sound better than lou yeah well again but but they they're just playing the songs yeah yeah somebody took umbrage with us on on youtube as well i put a little clip of the lou stuff on the youtube yeah somebody fired back you guys are being mean to lou Yeah, we we do it to be mean. Yeah, that's what it was. That, We're not being mean to Lou because he stinks. We're being mean to Lou because we wanted to make a point that Lou stinks. Yeah. Ugh, idiots. All right, let's play this thing now. I keep saying right. we're going to play it. Here we go. All Autograph. Right, go. All right. Here we go. So there you go. It's cool, right? If you told me, if you played that song for me and said, Hey, guess who this is? Oh no. <laughs> Dude, while, while you're, while you're there with your Spotify, give me a little, yes. give me a little turn up the radio. All right. We can do that. Let's compare the two bands. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean but, the but, same band. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's just like, uh, what, what makes, what makes that, uh, Makes that the same as this band? Yeah, what what makes that autograph? (laughs) Absolutely nothing. 
and it's it's not even the same band i mean it doesn't even have the same sound it's not like a foreigner band you know well this guy does have red hair (laughs) all right maybe there's that Sounds the same. Sounds the same to me. Yeah, let's see. If you close your eyes, you think it's Steve Plunkett. <laughs> this guy looks like a vampire. He does. He looks like he's in that band 69 eyes or something. <laughs> he looks like Valak from uh, the, the movie vampires with uh, <laughs> Woods. Yeah. Valak. He does have a, he does have a little vampire thing going, but Jack Crow. <laughs> I don't hate the song though. That's the interesting thing. I don't hate it. I don't know why it's autographed, but whatever. Who cares? Look at look at where you stopped that video. Yeah. Tell Leave me that's his like, mouth. The, the, tell me that's not the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he was a Batman character. Yeah. yeah. It could be. Maybe he's running away from the hospital there. Well, again, the, this is a group of guys under the headline of autograph mm-hmm. that are just that are just playing a a up tempo rock song. Yeah. There, there's nothing autograph about this aside from the fact that they have the banner that says autograph. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there, there is nothing that says autograph about this. Nothing. You know, as well as I do, there'll be a thousand dummies that'll show up at a show and they'll see that big banner. And I'll be like, yeah, turn up the radio. Woo. Exactly. <laughs> well, here, here's an interesting thing going by Spotify numbers. Yeah. So how many plays do you think turn up the radio has? Oh, um, hundred million. No, it's not quite that 50 million. Not quite. 
Not even 50? No. 20 million? Not even. Really? 14,815,000. That's it, huh? That's it. But wow. what is their next biggest song, do you think? Um, I'm going to say it's either Blondes with Black Cars or Loud and Clear. Nope. I'm going to go. It's neither of those? Nope. Send her to me? Nope. My girlfriend's boyfriend isn't me? Nope. How sad is it that I know all these fucking songs? Jesus. Cloud 10? Nope. Um, I have no idea. Uh, the next biggest song now, mm -hmm. mind you, turn up the radio clocks in at almost 15 million plays. Yeah. Next one is what about 300 plays? Well, no, it's not quite that low, but <laughs> the, the next, the next biggest song is called when I'm gone. I don't even know that song. Let's hear that. Is this in a movie? It's just a shot in the dark. Yeah, really? Jesus. Def Leppardy there, yeah. I guess I've never heard that song before. All right. Well, that What album that, is that from? That that has right almost 80 80,000 plays. 79,699. But what album does it say what uh, album it is? That is from um doesn't really say what is that from. Shows it it shows it from their anthology record, but mm can't uh put my finger on it yeah i don't know that song all right well the next one that has almost the identical number of plays okay at seventy nine thousand six hundred and thirty two plays mm -hmm. get off your ass oh that's like a new one 70... that's like that's a simon daniels one well this is uh this is the next highest number of plays all right wow Situation. 
know this simon daniels guy from adam yeah it's hard to tell if it's steve plunkett or not there's there's nothing that stands out about this guy is his vocal ability i mean he he doesn't really sing he sort of like vocalizes the words right you know i mean i will say this they did not go out of their way to do their to get their arnell panetta that's for sure (laughs) Jeez. all right so, um, looking and I'm going by Spotify numbers here. Okay. I, I know there are other songs out there. Maybe Spotify doesn't have the, um, yeah, I find it hard to believe cause blondes of black cars was a hit. Well, it was, but it's not on Spotify for whatever reason. Oh, okay. And that's why I said, I'm, I'm basing this on Spotify. Okay. Um, so what do you think is the next biggest number? God, I have no idea now. The new one? Uh, no. It's a song called I've Got You. Don't know that either. All right. Let's check this one out. This one's only got uh, just shy of 46,000 uh, plays. Okay. I've never heard these songs. <laughs> I've never heard, you know, the, I I've heard the get off my ass or whatever that song was because yeah, get off your ass. I, I heard that because I got shopped it once. And I, and I think that's what I interviewed Randy Rand about Okay, that record. But, um, yeah, I, I've not heard any of these Plunkett songs that you're playing. Yeah. They're, they're on the anthology. Hmm. But like I said, this one got like 46,000 plays. They don't have the, the big albums on, on Spotify no, then, right? Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go to, yeah. The, the only ones that they, uh, uh, have on here that they have listed as far as the albums are concerned. Yeah. Uh, get off your ass and buzz the 2020 remasters. Oh, good. 
Okay. Yeah, that's and that's from like two thousand and something. Yeah, two thousand and three. Yeah. All right. Well, they don't have any of the good stuff, so. Yeah. Well, apparently they don't. They don't have this on Spotify. Yeah. And to be clear, chat room or whoever, by the good stuff, I mean the known stuff, because I know <laughs> autograph was not popular, very good. The popular yeah. stuff. Yes, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to sing the praises of autograph. Well, your your friend and partner Ed, he's an autograph. Oh, guy, he right? loves autograph. Yeah. And what is it? What is it about autograph that he likes so much? The absolute gayness of it, I think. Because <laughs> those those early albums were terrible. I did not like them. The Cloud Ten. Remember that song, Cloud Ten? You'd have to pull it from an MP3. Yeah, because it's, it's on sign in, please. Yeah, oh, I got, I've got that. Hang on a minute. Let me pull that up real quick. And then my girlfriend's boyfriend isn't me. Yeah, I know that song. Yeah, those were. I I just remember one of the first cassettes I ever owned when I bought my stereo, <laughs> JC Penney's. I bought my stereo at JC Penney's at the Randall Park Mall, and then we went to um, the record store that was in the mall. I don't remember what it was. And I bought Pat Benatar's Crimes of Passion. I bought um, Michael Stanley Band, um, uh, the 1982 Heart one. Heartland? No, the one in 82 that had In Between the Lines and stuff okay. like that on it. I bought Genesis um, Abacab. And I bought Autograph, Sign In, Please. All right. So which, which song on the Sign In, Please, that you want? Cloud uh, 10? Cloud 10. All right. Awful. This is really going to show how gay I am. Well, it's it's got the whole synth thing going on. It's really gay. Oh, yeah. It's on cloud 10. It's, it's a step above cloud nine. It's a rough neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it. You know, here, here's the thing. Listening to this in the headphones real close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you know, I, what I'm hearing a lot of in even Steve Plunkett's voice. And of course the, the time. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of early Bon Jovi. Oh yeah. Everybody was trying, but this was actually before Bon Jovi. I think I'm, saying. I'm, I'm hearing it's, it sounds like uh young John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Sloppy kisses in the chat room. Chris wore parachute pants back then. I most certainly did. <laughs> I, I never owned a pair of those. <laughs> I had black ones and white ones and 
I had a pair of white ones with blue inseams. So like when you unzipped them, it was blue. Nice. Cool. <laughs> I had a styling. bunch of parachute pants. Styling. Yeah, I was cool. <laughs> Couldn't have been more uncool. I, I'll have to get with my mom and get some of those pictures because there are definitely pictures of me with the parachute pants and the the you know the wife beater shirts and everything else. There's there's all kinds of those pictures out there of me just looking like a total fruit. But that yeah, was the it, scene back at that time. You know, the 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 extent of my wardrobe was Levi's and Converse white Converse high tops. Dude, if it was a fad in my high school days, I was part of it. I had the fucking Don Johnson jacket at one point <laughs> with the pink shirts. Yeah, look at that. I had the bolo tie when that was a thing. The the two string tie. Well, I, I did that. I, I did that. That was like uh late eighties. Yeah, I had that. I was I was an absolute fashionista. And by Nista I mean female. Because I was an absolute chick when it came to fucking what I was wearing back in them days. Yeah, well, it, that, but, but that was the whole thing, though. It, yeah. it was it was a big marketing thing. I mean, you had to have, depending on, you had to have the Calvin Kleins or the yeah. Jorgash or the, mm -hmm. or the whatever the case may be. And, sure. You know uh, the 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 you know the young people who wanted to be hip, mm -hmm. uh, you would always do that shit. Good point. Sloppy kisses. He said headbands. Hell yes. I had a bunch of headbands. I had the, the, the workout headbands, you know, the, the like fuzzy kind that you would just like stretch bands, whatever those were called. But, but, uh, Jim McMahon was all yeah. about the headbands. I had those. I had the Mike Reno mm -hmm. where you wrap it around your head, the, the bandana that you, you know, yeah. And then you wrap it around your head. I had the leather headband when that was a thing. I had the leather headband. <laughs> I had all that fucking awful homo shit. Oh, I was such a queer. <laughs> I really was. I, I mean, I, I every once in a while, my mom pulls out the albums and, and she'll be like, look at you here and look at you there. And I'm like, oh, do I need to? Really? So bad. <laughs> Yeah, when I when I was involved with uh with the uh the wife at the mm -hmm. time, she she was trying to upgrade my look from the right. uh, from the Levi's because I was just a Levi's guy, still am. And sure. uh, you know, she she was trying to get me to wear the the Calvin Kleins and mm -hmm. all that. Shit. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, dude, I have so many pictures of me with fucking awful sweaters and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> lots of sweaters. <laughs> That's the thing. I would never wear a sweater. I absolutely hated the sweater. Oh, I, had a bunch, hated I, had, it. I had a bunch of sweaters, but dude, my senior year of high school for a little while, I dated this girl named Melanie Delasky and Melanie was big into hats. That was her thing for her guys. There's just something about a chick in a hat. It's just no, so... Just no, so no, 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 no. For the guys. Well, I understand. Well, well I'm, I'm just making a, a 80s movie reference. Oh, right. In Candles. Where he right. goes, There's just something about a chick in a hat. It's just yeah. so, just so Vogue. <laughs> yeah. Well, sadly, I was, I played into that Vogue. For Christmas, she bought me a black fedora. Yeah. Bought me this black fedora with the fucking, um with the white band on it. Well, see, I was the opposite because at the time I, I had a uh, Panama hat. Okay. 
the the white the white hat white one. One with the black band on it. Uh, there is actually, and I gotta find this stuff. And I, if I if my mom still has it, I will transfer it to video that we can use, just to absolutely make fun of me, because I have video of me doing the David Lee Roth shit. <laughs> flipping the hat and shit right, right, of course. <laughs> and to that music to to like the opening of uh california girls and stuff yeah, right, and me right, singing right. california girls oh sure. it's so gay it's, yeah. it's like the worst shit ever yeah I, I i used to remember last week when we were talking about the the 40 40th uh reunion mm-hmm. um the, the um the, mindy mccourtney yeah. Who, who, you know, some people may know her from the, uh, the, uh, home shopping network. Home shopping, you know, she was in my class. Well, she worked at the chess King at rolling acres. Okay. And I used to shop there and, uh, I, that's where I bought the, the white Panama <laughs> with the, with the black, with the right. black hand on it. And you were like, how's this look on me there, Mindy? Yeah, well, but, but that was, that's what was going on. Hell yeah. And then uh, another very popular girl in my class, her name was uh, Connie Payne. Okay. She worked at Davy Jones's locker. Okay. Oh, let me tell this story since I brought this up. <laughs> Somebody just picked, po- posted a picture of your hat. <laughs> <laughs> let me take a look. Let me take a look. Yep, that's it. That's your hat. That literally is it. That is the hat. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those. I bought it at Chess King. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me tell you a story. Okay. This 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 is no fucking lie. So I went to college and right out of college I got married. Okay. Right. So we moved, my wife and I moved to Akron, you know, from, from the area, the right in the area I was from. Right. Sure. So she and I were walking into rolling acres mall. Okay. And Connie Payne, a classmate of mine was working at Davy Jones's locker. Okay. And we were just tooling through the mall and Connie happened to be standing outside the front entrance way there at uh uh davy jones's locker right and she saw me walk by and she came running out and she came up and gave me a big hug okay i didn't date this girl she was you know like two grades above my class you know as far as like her popularity was concerned because she was always the pom-pom girl cheerleader very socialite type stuff you know stuff but for whatever reason, she liked me. She thought I was funny. Okay. But but I had no chance at ever having any, uh, you know, dating nothing with this chick, right? Sure. Okay. But she always she always was very nice to me the whole all the time. You know, we would always just cut up and laugh and all kinds of stuff. So we're my wife, my new wife. I think I was married maybe a few weeks at this point. Okay. And so <clears throat> I walked, uh, we were walking through the mall and she saw me and she came running out and she comes running over and gives me this big hug. I literally hadn't seen her in probably two years. Right. And she goes, Hey, I heard you got married. I said, yeah, this is my wife right here. Let me introduce you. Right. My wife looked at her and she goes, I don't want to meet her. 
Oh, Jesus. And she went storming down the mall <laughs> like that. Nice. From that day on for the three years that I was married, mm -hmm. my wife brought that up oh, yeah. every fucking time we had any kind of an argument. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't you just go back home and fuck Connie Payne? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like every chick I've ever dated. But she she said this for three fucking years. Do you say that like that's a long time? Well, well, at the time when you're a young person, that that seems like a eternity. Dude, I heard about girls that came up to me and asked me for pictures at restaurants when I was like famous with the MMS stuff. Right, right. I heard about that during our divorce. <laughs> that shit was like fucking 20 years 20 years ago. Yeah. And she was like, remember when those girls wanted to fuck? And I'm like, they didn't want to fuck me. They just wanted a fucking picture. Yeah. I thought I was famous. Yeah. But, but that from that day on, that set the tone for my entire mm -hmm. marriage. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's what chicks do. I mean, it was just unfathomable to me. It's mm -hmm. just like, I never dated this girl. I didn't mm -hmm. nothing. It was high school. Yeah. And yet you're, you're torturing me every fucking day because of, of your insecurity. Are you of fucking course. kidding me? Dude, during my divorce and I may, I am not making this up things that happened when we were dating <laughs> pre-marriage were brought to the table pre-marriage. I should have known when you did this, that you were going to be this kind of a man. <laughs> Shit was fucking. I mean, we were married 23 years. We dated a year before that. I mean, it's 24 years earlier. 24 years. Now it's 34 years ago. Shit, that's 34 years old, and she's still hanging on to that shit. <laughs> it's like, let it go. Yeah, I know. And it, and it's just like I I I as a young person who didn't quite understand mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> every time that was brought up it was just like why are you even talking about that yeah. she's not even like an ex-girlfriend or anything she's yeah, just, just a chick i went to high school with dude because they're all crazy they're all fucking nuts dude you remember the ads that i used to do for the disc then right that were like racy yes, yes i do you know i used to do these racy ads for people that don't know disc den was a was a record store and the owner of the place was pretty wild. He was like one of us really. And he wanted his ads to be something that would be memorable. He wanted them to be crazy. He wanted them to be wild. He wanted them to be something that people would remember. So we did some wild shit. And I remember we did one, one time and I sort of made it a reference, but it was a soft reference. It wasn't a typical Chris Aiken. Yeah, I'd fuck her in her ass. You know, it wasn't one of those. It was like a soft reference to, fucking mariah carey okay <laughs> and she my ex saw that fucking ad and was like oh i see now how you're getting off you're just bringing these broads into your fucking job you're just bringing i'm like mariah carey how am i bringing her into my job it's a fucking <laughs> picture but i've told you the stories before about her with the cheerleaders too yeah cheerleaders for eight seconds on a football game. And that's why I'm watching the football game. So I can see fucking cheerleaders as they scroll back to the field. That's why I'm watching it. So I could see the cheerleaders for three seconds.
Right. Chicks are nuts. They they are. <clears throat> and and I think I told I may have told this story here. Um mm-hmm. uh, pull pull this picture up if you can find it. Uh look look up Aaron Carmen WLS. This How this you girl Aaron E R I N E R I N Carmen. Like WLS. Aaron, yeah, WLS radio. Does it anything come up? Any photos? Yeah, give me a second. Give yeah. me a second. So, so this girl, she was a disc jockey at WONE in Akron. Okay. And and I was, uh, you know, contemplating going to broadcasting school way back in 1984. 84. Okay. And I was, you know, I was dating this chick at the time, and and uh, this Erin Carmen, she used to do evenings. I think she used to do like seven to midnight or something. Sure. And so, uh, when I was driving a truck, uh, I was, yeah, there she is right there. She, 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 uh, she would do these, uh, live remotes. Remember when that thing was with radio stations would do live remotes and things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she was doing a live remote literally right down the street from my dad's house. Uh, right. At an auto parts store. It was like a grand opening of an auto parts store or some shit. It okay. was on Saturday. And so uh on my way home, I was listening to the radio to WONE, which is rock which I don't even know if it exists anymore, but it was a rock still there. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, Yeah, I'm out here at this auto parts store, blah, 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 blah. Just stop by and see see me, say hello, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so it literally was on my way home. So I pulled in the parking lot and I didn't know this chick from anything. I've heard her on the radio. Okay. And I was getting ready to make my decision as to whether I was going to go to broadcasting school. Okay. And so I went over and introduced myself and I was just like, Hey, listen, I'm thinking about going to broadcasting school. Tell me what you know about the business, you know? Okay. Very helpful. You know, she's just like, oh, you know, it's, it's not this, that, and the other. She's just telling me and she goes, you know, let me know, let me know what you decide, you know, and so on and so forth. This chick didn't know her from Adam, never met her before. Nothing. She was just as friendly as kind as could be. Right. So I don't remember. It might've been a week, two, three, four weeks, but Boston, the band Boston Mm -hmm. was, uh, touring on what was it um was it third stage was it when did was when this in the 80s third stage 85 86 what, what was the one that uh, came out in like 94 94 corporate america corporate america i think so they yeah. were, uh, brad delp and that uh that his uh the guy that helped him uh cosmo yeah Dave Cosmo or something. Yeah. They were out touring, right? The Boston hadn't toured in umpteen years, whatever. Right. Sure. So, so I had tickets to go to the show and I don't know, we were maybe eight or 10 rows back. I think this mm-hmm. was at the, the Richfield Coliseum. If I'm what not year were you saying? This was like 84, 85, 84. 80, 84. No, no, no. 94. I'm sorry. That would be walk on walk on. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 94. I, mean, I keep right. saying four. Yeah. So I'm at the show, right? Me and my chick are at the show. So mm-hmm. this, this Aaron Carmen comes walking by with her sister. 
or she okay. had a sister and she saw me and she, she said hi to me, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm surprised she even recognized me. You know, she just said hi to me and I was just like, oh, hi, how are you? You know? And, and she just, just kept on walking. Right. Right. Sure. Just walked on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of course the girlfriend. Well, who was that? Well, that's Aaron Carmen from WNE. Then the questions start. How do you know her? Mm -hmm. Well, you I, her? <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, and then it was just like, well, I was on my way home from my dad's house. She was at an auto parts store. I stopped by. I was asking her about going to broadcasting school, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. Well, she seemed awful familiar with you. Oh, shut up. You know, and again, I met the chick once. Yeah once mm -hmm. but for whatever reason she recognized me which which surprised me i was i was as surprised as anybody i was just like holy shit darren carmen remembered me and again this might have been a month you know later i yeah. and i don't know i'm just some random dude but she she said hi to me by name and it was just <laughs> like it was just like, well, how do you know her? And I said, well, I really don't know her. Yeah. I, I met her once. This is where I met her. This is how I, well, how come you never told me about that? Well, I well, meet a lot of people. Do I need to fucking keep inventory? You bitch. I, said, I don't know. It was just a passing thing. It, it, it was just, it didn't even occur to me to say, Hey, guess what? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I well, met this that, locally famous girl, but that became an issue from from that day on until our relationship ended i'm sure oh well are you gonna call aaron carmen now yep fucking aaron carmen mm -hmm. like, are you kidding me dude my my the worst thing i ever did and this is probably where you were better than me i would fight back i should have just been like you know what fuck you i'm out of here i should have been <laughs> But I would be, if I got dealt that card, which I did a lot of times, I'd be like, yep, that's right. I fucked her right <laughs> in her asshole. I stuck my dick in and fucking drilled her until there was shit on my belly. Right. I mean, I would just, I would just get ridiculous with it. Yeah. I, I just was like, don't, don't fucking play this game with me. Like I'm going to be some fucking child that's afraid of you. Sure. Cause I'm never going to be afraid of you. But meanwhile, I should have just said, what am I doing? Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Well, she went on to do other things. She remember that alternative uh, radio station in Cleveland for a short time called the end. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, she went to work at the end for a while. Okay. And then she went to Detroit. I think she was on WRIF in Detroit for a while with a, some morning guy, okay. by the name of Gonzo Greg or some shit. Okay. Again. And then, then she went to, uh, what is that station in, uh, in Washington, uh, rock it, 101. What is that yeah, called? What, what, wasn't Z rock. Is that was, AAF or whatever? Yeah. Something like that. Well, she was okay. on there for a short time and then, then she was here in Chicago. She became part of man cows crew. Oh, good. Yeah. She was. She was part of his, his whack pack, his crew. Okay. Uh, I think she, she had the radio name. I think they called her Heather. Okay. 
and she was on his crew for a while. And then, then she, I, I don't know. I think she went to LA for a little while or some shit. Well, okay. then, she, then she came back to Chicago and she was like the afternoon girl on, um, on, um, the loop. Okay. And then she kind of was doing something. I, I don't know. I've kind of followed her career a little bit. She's kind of bounced around because you were in love with her asshole. <laughs> But I, I've I've talked with her once or twice in the last I don't know fifteen or years or so. Okay, you know we we talked and it's like oh man how you doing you know this that and the other and and it's been a long time. But regardless of that, Aaron Carmen, Connie Payne, the bane of my existence were <laughs> because I fucked these beautiful women. Yeah, you must. Oh, have. so you admit they were beautiful? Yep. Yeah, Erin Carmen's an attractive girl. Look at her. <laughs> what can I tell you? Yeah, it's hilarious. You know, but uh, th th this is what happens with a one-time chance meeting. Right. One time. <laughs> I mean, it's just fucking unbelievable. Right. You know, so it's just like, just, just keep throwing shit in my face over nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just nonsense. It's always just nonsense. That's the biggest problem with, with these fucking, with these relationships and these chicks, the fights are about shit. They're, they're, they're about nothing, nothing. You know, that's why you ever notice. I mean, obviously it's different that it's your friends versus your fucking lovers, but you ever notice that no matter what kind of argument you have with your guy friends, you fucking solve it at some point. Yeah. Because guys are rational. Yeah. And because guys are half the time, guys are like, whatever, dude, let's have a drink and fucking forget this shit. <laughs> Is it really worth blowing shit up over? Right. Chicks want to blow things up over every goddamn thing. I, I agree. You know, oh, they fucking drive me nuts. I, I know. But uh, anyway, that's her. I mean, well, she, she, was, she was the local Akron girl there. All right. You know, and she was on that W O N E for, you know, several years and okay. uh, she uh you know she kind of gave me a little insight on the whole broadcasting thing before she blew you yeah before you banged her out in the back yeah. of the w-o-n-e van you were fucking her the whole time you were dating me <laughs> please <laughs> yeah you who's such a fucking wild child anyway right yeah i know that's the funniest part of the whole thing to me is that she suspected you. Yeah. You're like the most fucking tame guy. You know, it's hard to find a fucking speeding ticket with you and fucking some chicks worried about you fucking sneaking around, banging chicks on the side. Get the fuck out of here. You that's fucking that's kook. Because, that's because I'm such a catch. I guess. <laughs> so stupid. The chicks stink. They do. All right. I say we take a break. All right. Come back and wrap up the show. And I okay. got, I got some other chick related stuff in the next hour. Cause okay. I, I uh, you know, this, I, I was, uh, reading some of this stuff earlier this week. I, I won't, you know, I won't, uh, reveal what it is, but I am just like, so appalled at the, um, uh, lack of better term, the assholeism of chicks who are, who are opportunists and, and <laughs> okay. Works for me. They fucking suck. They definitely do. 
All right. Well, I'll let you pick a tune there, sir. So what, so what could, should we, could we play? All right. How about if we go with, um, bum, 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 bum. uh, vain lie for love from on the line. Okay. Lie for love, huh? Lie for love. Since we're talking about what chicks do. All right. Here's on the line. Uh, let's see here. There it is on the line. You said, or, or lie for love. All right. All right. I got it. I got it. Well, we can, uh, we'll play a few tunes. We'll come back. We'll do the wrap up the show and all that kind of stuff. But I got some stuff that it's just gonna probably get under your skin. All right. Good. Just be aware of that. Nice. All right. Well, here's vain with a lie for love exclusively here on your classic metal. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill, fuck you, pal, and hand job! <laughs>